last week we dealt with the lesson of the very high cost of divorce and we know that it's the desire of God that um, what he's put together nobody should separate therefore God does not like divorce in fact he hates divorce but we also learned that in 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 practicality there are some there are some instances situations that we will need to be separated from our spouse from our spouses as we seek a resolution to the issues that may lead to divorce therefore where there is violence in the marriage uh, we do not advocate that um, that people stay in a marriage until their death so we advocate that 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 divorce does not happen but where they threat to life where there is abuse that uh, spouses seek separation until the issues are resolved praise god um the topic for today is is a very 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 important topic especially in the age where we find ourselves especially in the country where we find ourselves so children i want you to be extra extra attentive because this topic is for you who is a child who is a child <laughs> hey we are all children but there are some of us that are younger than others isn't it and for those of us when when you know we say it's a child it says a young person in infancy or youth and your children are you you're very very special because you are young there are some things you cannot defend yourselves there are some ways you cannot protect yourself but that's why god has given you to us as a gift so that we can protect you but guided by the holy spirit guided by god we can protect you until you become of age until you become adults yourself and you have your own children and you also take the responsibility of protecting your children and your families amen so this topic is very very important because each and every one of you by the grace of god you'll be parents at some point uh, you'll be um, you'll be able to look after children of your own or the children that god will give you because a mother is not only one who's given birth a mother is one that nurtures a father is one that nurtures a father a parent is one who looks after so this topic is very very important to you like i said so i will need you children to participate so what i would like us to do is uh we're going to work in three groups but i will introduce the topic when we work in three groups we will try and get as many answers as quickly as possible so this is like being in school you don't waste time in school do you so we're not going to waste time in church we're going to give us an- as many answers as possible as quick as possible and we shall respect the leaders that are going to be put over us today so that we can get the answers quickly amen So what's the topic that's very important to our children? So those who are playing with their phones, those who are playing with their toys, please the toy put them aside and be very very attentive. And um so the topic today is child abuse. Child abuse. And the scriptures that we're going to read is the book of Mark 10:13 to 16. If you can read it in the easiest translation, maybe um Dickness Lara's favorite easy english mark 10 13 to 16 and children please listen anyone who's got easy english cv yeah this easy english version i think mark 10 13 to 16 yeah are you listening children okay Jesus saw this, he became angry and said, 
try to stop them. People who are like these little children belong to the kingdom of God. I promise you that you cannot get into God's kingdom unless you accept the way a child does. Then Jesus took the children in his arms and blessed them by placing his hand on them. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Did you hear that, children? That nobody will enter the kingdom of God unless they accept the gospel like the children. What does that mean? What do children do? I'll help you out on this one. What do children do? Children listen to their parents and their teachers. And they accept. Okay. Yeah, tell us. Yeah. Hey, they accept God. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Oba. Holy Spirit helps the children. That's right. Yes, darling. You help each other. Yes, you do. Thank, thank you very much. So children, the Bible here is saying that the king, those who, that will go to the kingdom of God, and we all want to make heaven, isn't it? We all want to go to, to heaven uh, one day. That we accept this as children. Children accept what they are taught by adults. They accept what they are taught by their teachers. But we are saying because we are not just ordinary people, we are Christians, we need to know a little bit more. So that you as children accept what you are taught but then because you know your children of God, you only accept what agrees with the Bible. Praise God. You'll only accept what uh, those that teach you. If they're teaching you something that agrees with the Bible, you'll accept. If they teach you that something does not agree with the Bible, you're going to be wise children that say, no, I cannot accept that one because the Bible does not teach us that. Praise God. So, child abuse is a topic. We're not going to, we'll read the memory verse, but it's, it's long, so we're not going to practice it now, but we'll practice it when we go home. So, uh, if you can read again for us, uh, Matthew 8, 18, 6. Uh, Matthew 18, 6, anyone who is able to read for us in an easy translation. It will be terrible for people who cause even one of my little followers to sing. Those people will be better off thrown into the deepest part of the ocean with every stone tied around their necks. Amen. Praise God. Did you hear that? Anyone who causes the children to sin, the Bible says they should, they should be thrown into the sea with a heavy millstone, with a heavy stone, which means they cannot float. They cannot swim. We're not saying physically that's what will happen, but we're saying God does not like people who mislead children. God does, not, God does not like people who cause children to sin. God does not like people who abuse children. So he's giving a very, very strict warning because children are precious in his sight. And we are all children of God in Jesus' name. So, uh, so we are going to look at abuse. And what, what, there are uh, different kinds of abuse. And this is where we are going to get into our groups to learn. But what do we want to learn today? At the end of this lesson, we want you children to understand what abuse is, the types of abuse how you can stop abuse, how you can report abuse. We'll come to that just one minute, please, William. We'll, so that when you go out of here today, church, when you go to school tomorrow or whenever, you will know if someone abuses you, if someone is abusing your friend, you will know. Or even at home, you will know and you know how to deal with it. You know how to raise alarm. Praise God. So um, there are three types of abuse that are discussed in here. There are many more. There is physical abuse. There is sexual abuse and there is emotional abuse. Physical abuse, sexual abuse, and emotional abuse. So what I would like us to do, please, is to get into three groups. One group will look at physical abuse. One group will look at sexual abuse. 
and one group will look at emotional abuse. So our parents will help us. So there will be a group here at the front, a group at the back, and this will be one group. So, and we're going to write them down. The children will write, but they'll write very, very quickly. And what are you, what are you going to write? So uh, this group, you're going to write um, physical abuse. What is physical abuse? And you're also, we don't have much time, but I know God will help us to do because this is important. So this group will write the forms and of physical abuse. Anything you can think of that you think is physical abuse, this group will write. So you are the, you are the leaders, so help the children in this group to tell you and we very, very quickly write down. This group we are going to do with um, emotional abuse. So this group up to, up to here, up to there, go to the front and deal with pa pastor. Go to the front and tell him what you believe emotional abuse is. And this group, Esther, will be our leader. So this group, they need to tell you what they think sexual abuse is and write it down. And we need to be very, very fast. So let's get some pens. And let's keep our voices within our group so that we can get as many as possible. Do you have a pen? <coughs> a pen, yeah. Thank you. So children, please come to the front so that you can tell your mummies. So what are we doing? Adama's group are telling us what is physical abuse. What the children think physical abuse is. You list as many as you can in as little time as possible. Pastor, the pastor's group, Pastor Friday, Pastor DT and DF. Emotional abuse, they need to write down, what do you think children, emotional abuse is? Esther's group at the back, they need to tell us what they think sexual abuse is. As many words as you, you know, as you think, your understanding of it. And this group, this exercise will take five minutes. So let's be as quick as possible, please. Then we'll come back. So physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. And also you can write who, who the abusers could be. Who do you think could be the abusers? So for your section, for physical abuse, who do you think would abuse children physically? Who do you think would abuse children sexually? Who do you think would abuse children emotionally? So very, very quick, five minutes, please. Our teachers can also help and can help the groups. 
How are we doing our lists coming up? Good, good. So who is going to present from this group? One of the one of the children. John. John. They've they've selected you to present, to come and tell the church what's on your list. On this list. Okay, thank you. Also write down who would be the abusers, who you think the abusers would be as well. Yes. So who would abuse sexually? Who do you think? Who do we think would be abusing us? Okay, how are we getting on? Well, that's a long list. And also, who do we think the abusers would be? Who do you think would abuse us emotionally? Who do you think the abusers would be? Who do you think? Yes, all these bad things. Ah. Who are the people? Are they strangers? Teenagers, <laughs> the bullies, the bullies. <laughs> I like that word, bullies. <laughs> okay, two minutes, please. Two minutes, please. Any group that's ready? Adama, is your group ready? Almost ready. Esther, is your group ready? Hey? No. Is it brilliant? We live and learn. Our children will be better than us in Jesus' name. Wow. A person who bullies. Is that a bully? Wow. Rich man. We've learned something from you. <laughs> so who is going to present? Who is going to present from your group? Susan. Susan. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's bring it to a close. Who is, which group are going to go first? Hello? Are we ready? Yes, we are ready. Okay. Susan will go first.
One house, thank you so much and God bless you for obeying and for being, for keeping the voices down within your groups. Thank you so much. Okay, one house, we're going to hear the first presentation from Susan. So Susan, over to you. So Susan is going to go through emotional abuse. Um, so we've got different forms of emotional abuse, including neglect, neglect, racist comments, blaming, body shaming, threatening, bullying, isolating, when they don't care about you or your property or your feelings, belittling someone and being condescending, scolding, people putting pressure on you and false accusations. And for who, who can be emotionally abusive, siblings and family, um, people in power above you like teachers, friends, schoolmates and the bullier. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. What is, um, what is body shaming? <laughs> what is body shaming? Who can tell us? Eh? You got fat lately. You need to hit the gym. There's one that was so common when we were little. When your shape of head is like, you have a. So that's the word. They call it that your head is bulging at the back, something like that. Wow. Have you ever heard the name Dumbo? Somebody being called Dumbo. Dumbo was an elephant. You know elephants have got big ears. So somebody with big ear. They call you Dumbo. So it is abuse. It is abuse and we must not call it anything else. Praise God. Praise God. So emotional abuse. They have said uh, neglect, showing racism, blaming one another, threatening, body shaming, false accusations, bullying, isolating. Actually ignoring somebody is abuse. Do you know that? So they're saying isolating. So when you don't speak to somebody, say you are one house, one house at the back, please. Thank you. So if you are a group of girls, a group of boys, and you isolate one of your friends, you stop speaking to one of your friends, that's emotional abuse. Because that person will go away feeling left out, isn't it? Um, when they don't care about you or your property. Yes, sir. Rich man. He, she. Yes. If you stop, yeah, if you in a gang, if your friendship and you break away from one person, you stop talking to them. It's abuse because emotionally they'll be disturbed. They'll feel, why is my group, my, my friendship group not talking to me? Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And those, and here, emotional abuse. Who does the emotional abuse? Siblings. Your older brothers and sisters or even younger ones could be abusive in the way they talk to you, the way they don't, um, uh, they call you names. Um, threatening or even emotionally um, uh, neglecting you. So, siblings, family, parents could be abusive. You could, we could emotionally abuse our children. Uh, people in power, so our teachers, uh, those in authority, schoolmates, and the bullier, those who bully, those who are, those who are bullies. This is a new word we've learned, they are bullies. 
and friends. Thank you. Okay, the second group, sexual abuse. Uh, John is going to present this one. Sexual abuse. Okay, come up, John. Oh, yours is physical. Okay, come up, John. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. So this is physical abuse. Let's listen. Forcing them to do what they don't want to do. Violently. Bitten, it's wrong. Involves punching someone violently. Abuse physically. Forcing you to do what you don't want to violently. What you don't want to do violently. Eating you. Eat violently without any good reason. Force you physically and violently. Poison, injures or on a child and neglect. Beyond reasonable force. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did we hear that? Yeah? So forcing someone to do what they don't want to do. Beating, being violent, uh, abusive physically by forcing you to do what you don't want to do. Oh, okay, this is how the children did it. So being physical, being uh, biting, beating, heating, poisoning, injuries, causing injuries, physical violence and neglect. So that is physical abuse, which we might be more aware of than the other forms of abuse. Okay, and the last one, sexual abuse, Esther. Esther. Yeah, come up, come up. Teacher Esther. Sexual abuse um, is the act of taking advantage of a child or person to engage in sexual activities without their consent. Sexual activities can be like touching the person on his or her private part, e.g. breast. Um, types of sexual abuse are the physical, the verbal, and non-physical. Examples of the physical are touching private parts and kissing. Example, example of verbal is like when you talk someone down and embarrass them using sexual words. Um, Non-physical is introduction to illicit videos, mentoring a child to be an abuser, and introduction to illicit apps. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. So this one is very, very um, physical. None of abuse is, is bad, full stop. But sexual abuse can be very sly, especially with our children who use your phones. You can have messages pop up that are explicit, sexual messages that are popping up on your apps, on your phone. So you need to be very, very careful. So who are here, you, group three, you didn't tell us. Who, who does the, the sexual abuse? Esther, one house. Saying your group, you didn't tell us who, who does the, the sexual abuse. Or who you think does the sexual abuse? Anyone, thank you. Anyone can sexually abuse. So the rule of the thumb here, even parents can abuse. The rule of the thumb here is you need to know what is sexual abuse. 
So then once you know one house, once you know what it is, whoever does it regardless, you know to raise an alarm. You know to tell somebody about it. Praise God. Did you hear that, children? Yeah? Once you know what it is, and you know it is abuse, you know it is wrong, you know it should not happen, then you know to raise an alarm. So if somebody is touching you uh, in your private parts or wanting you to touch theirs, it is abuse. And you must tell somebody. It's disgusting, but it is wrong. It's abuse. Praise God. If someone is telling you to send messages, you send them pictures of messages of yourself naked, or they send you their pictures naked, it is wrong. It is abuse. It is disgusting, but it is wrong. So we must raise an alarm. She's putting her tongue out like to be sick. But it is that. It's disgusting. But it happens, and children on a daily basis are being abused. And here we are saying, it doesn't matter who is doing it, it is wrong. And we need to raise the alarm. If it is the teachers, look for someone you can trust, the parents that you can trust. If it is friends, look for someone you can, there is always someone you can trust to tell. Praise God. Um, and what's the other type? So when it's sexual abuse, it can be verbal abuse, sexually abusive. So it can be sexual abuse in a verbal way. Someone calling you pet names and you know it is wrong. So we should raise an alarm. Praise God. So because of our time, we're going to go very, very quickly in signs. How do you tell? Children, I want you to answer. If we can have a mic very, very quickly. What are the signs that somebody is being abused? Because once we know the signs, then we can start the prevention. What are the signs that somebody is being abused? One word. Is is when is when the um, the person is is murdering somebody. It's modeling. Yes, murdering. Yeah. Murder, murdering. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, it's when somebody like um, like kills somebody or touch the parts. So the question is, how do we see the signs of somebody who is being abused? If somebody, if if your friend or cousin is being abused. What are the signs you should look out for as children so you can raise an alarm? The person starts drifting away from you and stops talking and engaging. Fantastic answer. If somebody stops engaging, you know your friends very well, you know your cousins, suddenly they become withdrawn. They don't want to talk, they don't want to play with you anymore. There is something wrong that we must investigate. Praise God. Okay, another sign? Another sign that somebody is being abused? Yeah, Esther? Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Someone goes from being very, very bubbly, the soul of the party, to being withdrawn. They don't want to play anymore. They don't want to talk anymore. They don't, even, even the way they dress, you can tell something has changed. Praise God. Anyone else? Any other sign? Mummies and daddies, help us out. Any signs that our children are being abused? Praise the Lord. For some of them, they become very aggressive while they're in school for no reason. Praise God. Amen. Aggression. The behavior changes. The character of that person changes. Somebody stops, goes from being calm to being very on edge all the time. They are on edge. They are aggressive. They are shouting. Then they, you know there is something wrong. This is not them. There is some behavior changes that have happened. Yes, praise God. Sorry, start covering up. Um, yeah, and then... Um, at times, they start saying things that are unusual, unusual things. Okay. Praise God. 
Did we hear that? That's very, very important. We know our friends, we know our cousins, we know our siblings, our brothers and sisters. If they start um, saying things that don't make, make sense, language that you don't understand, they start talking about adult, material, adult things that you think, where has this come from? This is random. It is, it is a sign that we need to pick up on. What about somebody that never takes off their jacket even in the summer? Or their jumper? We are saying we are looking for signs. So somebody is in the summer. In the summer, every, all the girls wear their, their thingy dresses, summer dresses. Nobody wears a cardigan. And suddenly your friend doesn't want to take her jumper off. And it's hot. And you can see she's hot. What is she hiding? So the way the children, the change of how they dress, trying to cover up, trying to cover up bruises, trying to cover up uh, where they've been hurt, it is a sign that we need to look out for. We are not saying that somebody that doesn't want to remove their jumper is being abused, but we are saying these are the signs because there is a change that we need to look out for and investigate. Praise God. Any other signs? What about relationships? When our relationships change, even between parent, child. Say your daughter, your son is chatty. They come from school. They, they are talking. And then suddenly, the relationship, they don't want to talk to mom anymore. They don't want to talk to dad anymore. They, it, there's a red flag. Or maybe one of the parents or uncles walk in. A lot of children are actually statistically abused by people they know. It's not by strangers. By relatives. By cousins. Especially as in Africa that we have a million and one aunties and uncles. And we trust them. So a lot of people are abused. And for, for the school holidays, we're coming into the long school holidays. Parents, who is going to, mind, to be minding your children when you go to school? When you go to work during the long holidays? You know, we trust them. We leave them in the care of aunties and uncles. So we need to be very, very, very careful. And God will help us in Jesus' name. A sign is... Uh, say in a household and one, one person comes in and the children don't want to be in their presence. Their children start running away when that person comes in. What has changed? What is that person saying? What's that person doing? It might not be physical. It might be emotional abuse. It might be sexual abuse. So we need to be very, very careful. Uh, and also exp an, ex an, an explained bruises, swelling. So this for physical. When there are bruises, there are and they cannot be explained, then we need to be alert. I know the schools here in the in United Kingdom and Wales are very, very hot on this. That when there is a, a bruise, they want to know, where, how did you get that bruise? How did it happen? They're looking for signs of abuse. Yes, Israel? Like showing anti-social behavior. That's right. Thank you. There's change of behavior. There's change of behavior and it's anti-social. It's, it's, it's not... Uh, it's not what it is. What about children that suddenly go from being a, a star student to not performing? They're not concentrating, concentrating in class anymore. Their grades drop. What is going on? Then we need to check whether there is emotional abuse. We want to check. Because remember, neglect is also abuse. You know, neglect is when you, you don't get food, shelter, accommodation, uh, accommodation and um, food and education. That is abuse and it's neglect. What if, and this is very, very real, and we must be very, very aware. There are some children in this country and all over the world that are carers. They look after their parents because their parents are, are addicted to drugs. Their parents are addicted to alcohol. They become the carers. That is abuse because the parents is in the position of, 
of bringing them up and is neglecting them. And there is role reversal. So we must also be very careful with our friends. When things change, say for example a child coming to school, you can see their uniform is dirty before they were well kept. Their uniform is dirty or they're coming in and you can, they're smelling, they're not showering. Something has, there is something that has gone wrong. Has something changed in the household? Are they a carer instead of being cared after? And God will help us in Jesus' name. Because of our time, we're going to uh, try and see how we can prevent child abuse. So we know what it is. We know there is physical, there is sexual, and there is emotional abuse. We know who could abuse. Anyone can abuse. They don't have a tattoo written on their head that I'm an abuser. Anyone can abuse. So therefore, we need to be very, very sensitive to the people we are surrounding ourselves with, our children, the materials we are watching, what's on our phones, because there are perpetrators there uh, waiting to abuse. So we know anyone can abuse. We also know the signs to look out for. Changing behaviors, children being with, withdrawn, uh, becoming a lack of concentration, they become aggressive, antisocial behavior. We know, we know the signs now to look out for. Marks that we can all explain. What about people that run away from home? Every day children run away from home. And they are taken into care. They go into social services. Why? Because they are trying to run away from abusive relationships. It might be that the children are not being abused per se. It might be that the, the, the home is so toxic. It's the parents who are fighting. But then the children is emotional. When you hear in your house, it's fighting, abuse, swear words, back and forth, back and forth, doors banging. That is abuse, emotional abuse. You cannot be a child again because you're trying to say, what did I do? What did my parents do? What can I do to try and improve the relationship of my parents? That shall not be our portion in Jesus' name because it is also a form of abuse. So how do we stop abuse? How do we prevent abuse? The first thing, like we say, parents is beware. Who are we trusting our children to look after our children when we go to work? Let us make time as parents to look after our children. Let us take time to look after our children. Let us know where our children are at all times and the people they are dealing with. The, the, the tricky one, and only God can help us, is the internet and the phone. Because you cannot police 24-7. But we can in the place of prayer. Pray for our children. That that image, as, they, as, it, suppose, as it's just about to pop up on their phone, that the power of God will wipe it away. They will not see it. Something will happen. The power will go off. That we have to stand in the place of prayer for our children. Praise God. Because we know the world we are living in is a, it's a perverse world. So let us pray for our children that the enemy will not glory in them in Jesus' name. They shall not be abused. They shall not be groomed in Jesus' name. Then themselves will not be groomers. Then themselves will not be abusers. Praise God. Amen. Because the enemy can use anyone, but he will not use our children in Jesus' name. So how do we prevent abuse? It's been, like we say, being sensitive. Knowing who is looking after our children and putting things in place when it comes to use of the phone, the internet, so that the children are not exposed to materials that, they're not, uh, that they should not be exposed to. Uh, the other thing is, we, our we as parents, we need to be sensitive because we can be abusers of our children in ignorance. When our children are going through stages, especially teenagers, we know they go through up and downs. We were teenagers once we know. Because we go, they go through a stage where they don't talk. It's just, mm, mm. I, I have had that in my house. Is it a yes or a no? Just speak out. 
Oh, what are you saying? Are you saying something? Grounding. But as a parent, we need to be sensitive. This is a stage they are going through where they are teachers to guide them through it. It's not now to, we should not start abusing. We're using our mouths. Saying, you know, you're good for nothing. You don't amount to anything. You're useless. You're not like your brother. We have to be careful because it is emotional abuse. And God will help us as parents in Jesus' name. Physical abuse. We know um, hitting a child is, is not wrong. But it is wrong. And I'll tell you why. The Bible says we should discipline our children. But when you hit your child, do you ever hit your child when you're happy, when you're smiling? Think about it. Do you hit your child when you're smiling, when you're happy? No. We hit our children when we are angry. Isn't it? And when we are angry, the power of a parent, the strength of a parent can never outweigh one of a child. So why can it not be abuse? You get a belt out. You get a woodburn spoon out. And you are hitting in anger. How dare you? You know, it is abuse. Because if you are to hit that child when you are composed, when you are not in anger, you will not hit. You will speak fast. You might pick up the cane. But when you think, step back. You don't do it in anger. You will think, how many times have I told this child not to do this? What is it in this child that they cannot, that they are not hearing? Then you start to think, is it me who is not speaking their English? <laughs> is it the language barrier? Or is it, then you start thinking. And it might be that you need to pray for yourself to be able to communicate better. It might be that you need to pray for you and, and, and your household. That your language of communication is understood. It might be that you need to pray for your child. I tell you, because I have learned from experience, when I speak to my children when they are not on their phone, they don't listen. So I might say the same thing five times. But they're on the phone, they're distracted, they're not listening. So if I get angry and get the phone, I'm beating a child that has not understood the communication that I just gave. So when we communicate, the first thing we do, and this applies to children and to adults. The first thing when we are communicating, let us get engagement. I'm talking to you. So put your phone down. Let us, so do this, do that. Even as we speak, when you're speaking to me and I'm distracted, I'll half hear what you're saying. So let us not abuse our children physically or emotionally. And Jesus, God will help us. There are ways to punish a child. There are ways that are effective to punish a child. And in this country, if you do not want to end up in the, with the wrath of social services, do not hit your child. And even if you hit, I'm not saying so, children, eh? <laughs> they, they must not tell. And if you hit, don't hit. Don't hit your children. There are ways to discipline your children. And the worst is you hit with an object. We are human beings. You come to a point where you might pinch or you might slap or you might hit the bomb. But the minute you pick up an object to, pick your, to hit your child, you've broken the law of the land. And God will help us in Jesus' name. So we will wrap up because our time is up. How do we prevent child abuse? There is a place for learning. And that is why Holy Ghost on Holbrooks, we believe strongly on practicalities. That is why we had a social worker come and speak to us on how to bring up children in this, in this land. There are practical ways. Their parenting skills are there. Some of us, you might not know how to parent teenagers. There are mentors out there. Lots of people that have mentored children in the past. Lots of, children that have, lots of people that have 
had grown up children that we can go to to help with. My son is behaving like this as a teenager. I don't know what to do. There should be somebody that you can go to. There should be books to read. There should be videos to listen so that we know how to deal with things. And God will help us. So parenting skills, increasing parenting skills. We know the government does that. I have talked about this already. Improved child care. There's going to be six weeks of holidays. Who is going to be looking after your child when you are at work? How do you know that that person is not going to abuse your child sexually, emotionally, or physically when you are at work? Let us beware. And then breaking the silence. And this one is big for us as children of God. We must report abuse, even when it is in the church. <clears throat> Some of us might not be aware about the historic abuse in this nation and in Ireland, in the, within the Catholic Church. Decades of child abuse, decades. Children abused by who? The priests, the nuns, physical, sexual, emotional. So, when abuse happens within the church, we must report it. Regardless of who is abusing, whether it's your pastor, we must abuse. We must report. Praise God. We must raise the alarm of the abusers. And, and also children, there's also that, that um, the education of children. This is not a one-a-month topic. It's a topic that we must continue to teach our children. So they continue to be sensitive of what abuse is and how to raise it with their repercussions. And God will help us in Jesus' name. So to conclude, child abuse is one of the shames of our society. And it is indeed a shame that somebody could abuse a child. Some of them, their own flesh and blood. Our children are our future. And they should be cherished and loved to produce well-balanced adults of tomorrow that we will be proud of.